This podcast is brought to you by SciFi, the world leader in psychology fitness training. SciFi is scientifically proven to help you optimize your physical, mental, and emotional performance through functional training of your brain, body, and breath. For the first time, have your own clinical psychologist, personal trainer, life coach, breathwork teacher, and mediation instructor all in one. Instead of having to wait months or even years for results, you get them in 75 minutes or less. That's the sci-fi difference. Rewire your brain, retrain your body, and refocus your breath. Learn more at psyfi.nyc. Hi, welcome to the Life Stuff Podcast. I'm Dustin Plandall, your host. This is a show where we talk about life and we talk about purpose and we meet some really fascinating people along the way. Our guest today's name is Eric Weir. Eric is the author of Who's Eating Your Pie? Essential financial advice that will transform your life. But it's not just going to be a conversation about finances. No, it's going to be a conversation about defining what is important to you. Meaning, what are you dedicating your time to? Let's welcome our guest on now. Eric, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me today, Dustin. Well, thank you for joining us. And I got to say, the, the title of your book, Who's Eating Your Pie? I mean, I like banana cream pie, but what kind of pie are we talking about? It's an apple pie. This is an apple pie, but the pie really represents your life or your world. But, but, but for illustration purposes, I use an apple pie. Now, what is it about apple pie or what is it about pie from a, I, I assume you're using this more towards a, um, I mean, maybe not literal, but figuratively speaking, like a, your life or, or your purpose or priorities. I mean, talk us through this. Right. So, so I chose an apple pie because I have a, a, a one of my, my oldest son, Harrison, when he was a young when he was young, like eight or nine years old, I cover this in the book, but I'm trying to teach him about taxation. What does that mean? Somebody takes a third of something. He didn't really get a concept of it. And so I, he had apple pie that night and had ice cream on it. It was hot and gooey and he loved it. And, and then I went in, I went in and I took a big fork and bite out of the apple pie. And when I did, he's like, whoa, whoa, that's my apple pie. What happened? And I said, well, that's what taxation's like, Harrison. So I tried to explain it to him. And then I explained all the services and goods we get. And I went in for a second bite and he, stu- he, he stopped me that time. So that, that was where, where I, got, I got the example. But our pie is really eaten by more than taxes. It's our self-limiting thoughts. Um, it's, it's the things that we let to hold us back. They're, they're bad relationships, you know, bad business partners, all kinds of things that can hold you back or, or eat your pie, so to speak. Now, they say that desires dictate our priorities. Priorities shape our choices and choices determine our actions. So when we look at shaping our priorities or or what are our priorities in life, how did you figure out yours? Because the challenge is, as you're building a business, as candidly, you're building you, that priorities change, that seasons change. So how did you come to this on your own journey to get to the place where, quite candidly, you've become the expert's expert? Yeah, so I, 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 I learned something a number of years ago. So I looked at the the, the five Fs of life, and they could be you know, have, have have different applications, different weightings. But it's whatever you believe in, or your spirituality. I call it faith. Then family, fitness, finances, and friends. And what I find is that 
all of us tend to ignore one or two or even three of these for periods of time to focus on one or two more. Also, if you look over the duration of a lifetime, the areas that we ignore, say we ignore our health in, in pursuit of wealth or we ignore our family in pursuit of success, the areas that we ignore ultimately take more and more energy and consume the other parts of our life. So whatever you, whatever you don't pay attention to will consume the other four areas. Now, how do we get back onto a good path? I mean, some of us, we might have started out on our journey uh, thinking we knew what we wanted, but along the way, we entered this new cycle or this new, this new season. So how do you determine what is good for you? I mean, again, pie isn't always good for you, is it? No, no. So, so what you, what, what, what you look at the the pies is 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 mainly a, a metaphor, saying you you only ha- you have a finite resources, finite time. Uh, everything I say yes to, I'm saying no to everything else in the world at that time, and I'm never going to be perfect. I'm never going to to reach perfection. If I have perfection in business, usually there's something else in my life who that's giving me trouble. But the metaphor is there to give you more more easy feedback. So I imagine the five Fs as a spoke on a wheel, and if 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 I'm if I'm drawing a dot in the middle and a circle around the outsides, my goal is to have a round wheel. But if one spoke's a three and one spoke's an eight and one spoke's a one and one spoke's a seven, if that wheel were to roll. It's not very balanced. It's a bumpy ride. So your goal is to have a, a more balanced wheel, knowing that it's never going to be perfect and you're always going to have areas to focus on. But it's kind of a quick way to look and say, well, I'm really ignoring my family this month. Or, but then how do you take actions? So then you kind of create expectations. Well, hey, it's, I've got to work a lot this next month. We'll get together in two weeks and we'll plan this thing and I'll, and I'll say no to other things. But it's, it's a balance and it's, it's something you're always working on throughout your whole life. Now, it sounds like you might have had your own aha moment that got you to this place to kind of figure out what mattered or what should have mattered. So what was your aha moment? And I'm of the belief that success, while it leaves clues, it also comes with a cost. A hundred percent. So I would say when I was about 39 or 40, I experienced a tremendous amount of success, but I did so at at the cost of of very long days at work. And with a young family, I I was not around as much as I I wanted to be. Um, And and, and that was becoming at at a cost of my relationship. So then I, I changed that and then I began probably flipped, you know, maybe even too much the other way where I began working the minority of the time and being home and doing things the majority of the time. And then I ended up ultimately a little bit later, maybe finding more of a balance as I needed to do, to do both, you know? So, so how do you, how do you do that? And whether, and, and today I would say I'm, I'm fo- refocusing on fitness because I was very fit for probably four, you know, 40 years of my life through my forties. And then I, I relaxed that a little bit more focusing on business, but, but not taking away from family or business. So I took away some, some fitness and now I'm, I'm getting back more focus on fitness. So everything you have to evaluate and look at as you go, as you go through and keep an open mind, don't be too hard on yourself, but then realize it, you're, you're a work in progress as everyone else in your life is also a work in progress. Uh, I like that. So it sounds to be what you're saying is don't go too hard on yourself that, you know, life is full of, uh, I would say cringe moments. And the goal is to cringe a little bit less, but equally to give yourself permission to move forward. So how do you do that? Cause many of us walk around with chains. Many of us live in a, a mind where we're trapping ourselves in a prison. How do you break free of it? No one will ever hold you back more or, or keep you down more than your limiting thoughts or your, your, your judgment on yourself. 
And, you know, I think you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive others um, of whatever happens to you. And it's not so much that people who you're forgiving deserve it or maybe even want it, but you let yourself go. Because sometimes when we're harboring bitterness or anger or resentment, we're the one who's taking the, the poison. We're the one that's taking the pain and it consumes our, our, mental, our, our mental energy that keeps us from doing other things. So by forgiving people, letting things go, that really helps. And then also by, by giving people grace and just saying your wife or your girlfriend, they had a bad day. That doesn't have to define our relationship. That was a bad day. You know, how, do, how do we move ahead or your children have a bad day or your, your business partner has a bad day? And of course, you, you get, you, you, there's, if things are repetitive, you need to deal with them and talk about it. I'm not saying ignore it, but give yourself grace and give others grace as, as much as you can. Now, going back to success, I mean, you had said around the age of 38, 39, 40, somewhere around there is where things really started to take off. I'll call it you leveled up. I mean, how did you go from, from somebody that was common to being uncommon at that moment? What did you do? How did you, did you manifest it? Was it a cookbook? Was it the ingredients? I mean, again, when I say by common is, I mean, you're, you're uncommon in the way you think and, and everything about you, but you did decide to, to do something more or to do to do it a different way. Okay. So what I wanted to do is I called, I was a conscious, uh, I, I was a unconscious incompetent, meaning I didn't know what I didn't know. Okay. I, I modeled every year at work, you're in, in civics, at church, whatever. Hey, I'm making lots of money. I'm giving money away. I'm helping. I'm mentoring. I'm on leadership committees. I'm on boards of directors. Had, had a family. I mean, you, everything's perfect for this guy. Well, so it wasn't perfect because I didn't know what I didn't know. And then when, when things start to smoke or you see problems, then you have to dig in and say, well, what didn't I know? Well, how do I be a good dad? How do I be a good leader? How do I learn that? And I read books. And then I did more than that. I found the author and I said, hey, I'm Eric. I'd like to come meet you and spend a day with you and get some one-on-one -on -one time and just chat it up. And I mean, more often than not, people are like, okay, sure, come on. Then no one ever, it may sell 100,000 copies. No one ever made that phone call. And, and I want to come and meet you. Here's my story. And, and I it made friends. And then when I got in a tight spot, yeah, I'm saying, I'm calling you again, but, you know, but I just to, to want, I wanted to find a mentor who was a further down the road than I was, who could be of help to me in my journey. And that's what I did. And there wasn't, there were mentors in different areas. So you were you curious mentored through a book or you can be mentored through one-on-one -on -one, and you can have mentors aren't even alive anymore through the, the, their writings of many, many years ago. So now your story, you know, it's interesting. You, you and I were talking offline and you talked about this moment in your life, this accident, uh, when you were, when you were just a small boy, and how it impacted you and quite candidly, how it shaped you. Talk about that. Yeah. At, at about the age of five, it was, it was 1972. I was in an automobile accident that was traumatic. I spun around in the car and we came to a stop and the police officers were there very quickly, but they said, stay in the car. You can't move, stay in the car. And my mom got out of the car and began to deal with the situation. And she also added to it, hey, stay in the car to be safe. I'm inside convinced I'm going to explode. All I've seen on TV shows are cars hitting and then blowing up. So I'm like, this is a bad scene. I want to get out of the car. And I wouldn't, but I listened to him. I didn't get out of the car. And when I got home that night, I began to stutter. Like, please, please, pass the potatoes. And I had never done that before. And it really was a huge a burden to me so much so that I couldn't tell the teacher my name uh, for two days at my school. And then you have hazing and people picking on you. So you really, and probably the most amazing thing that the therapist said to me at that time, which they would probably never say now, 
is Eric, you have really two choices. You could, you could uh, become a recluse, a failure and quit things. Or are you going to have to push through? Life's going to be hard for you. But if you learn that skill, you'll be very successful. But my parents were, were kind and they, uh, they, they dug in and, and helped me to, to, to that end. So you're at a stage now that's slightly different than when you were 38. Success means different things right. at different ages, or at least it should. What is success for you today? Success is balance, and it's, it's still hard to to attain, but it's balance. It's I want to have an impact. So I look at, at, at vision, mission, legacy, impact. Those are the four things I think about every day. What is my vision, which is where do I want to go? Uh, what was my mission? What are the steps I want to take to get to the vision? What legacy do I want to leave when I'm gone? And what impact do I have while I'm still here? So those are the four things I think about every day. And I create a statement uh, and I work on it in the morning. You know, what I want to accomplish today, what legacy will I leave, what impact will that have? Um, you know, it, it, and it, are, are my plans or the things I spend my time, are they consistent with my mission and my vision? Because really all we have is time and we have less of it as time goes on and more demands on our time. So I end up getting up earlier, uh, trying to do my productive thinking either before I go to bed or early in the morning and making sure that I've got a game plan for, for the day. And I also build in for interruptions because you always have interruptions and life comes up. So how do you how do you do that? So it's it's a, it really is a balance. And it, it's just being, uh, I guess, aware is probably the key thing. Uh, being aware you're behind on something or where you're ahead and being willing to, to make change on the fly. And talking about that, I mean, we live in a world now where, you know, some people like change, some people don't like change. Should you compare yourself to others? You know, it's very easy when you're 38 to compare yourselves to others that are 38 and, and maybe some people that are younger or people that are older, who should you compare yourself to? I, I think you need to compare yourself to yourself. It's like, what are your capabilities? What are you able to do? And lean into that and not compare yourself. Because we tend to look at the absolute best attributes of somebody else. And that may be a weak attribute of ours. And we want to compare ourselves to that, which really isn't fair. And, but they can do the same to us. There may be some area that we're not even aware of. It's a great attribute we have. And the superstar may not have any you know, characteristics in that area. So comparison is really very dangerous because we're not very balanced in how we go about doing it. But I think we can learn from people who have strengths in those areas, not compare. Let's say, well, this person has a fantastic family life or a very good business life. So you can learn those areas from them, but you really have to compare from where, where you are in, 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 in your own journey and realize that change to last usually is progressive and slow at first, but through compounding and making change upon change, it can be dramatic over time. You know, I think it's fascinating that you went from a stage where you were you were looking for the mentorship to now at the stage where you are the mentor. I mean, you and I talk offline and you mentor me and you give me, you, well, you give me counsel. I call it just common sense. This is that. Is that the roadmap in life? Is it common sense? Is it asking? Is it curiosity? What have you learned? It's 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 all of that. I had I had an aunt that said, "Eric, common sense isn't that common anymore." <laughs> but, but, but but it's kind of like your gut. You I mean maybe that or or you know how you feel your your spirit or it's just like okay, I'm feeling you know uh, this is a bad situation. I mean, listen to that, right? 
And then, you know, there are always people around and, you know, who can give you advice, who you admire and look, look for. But at the end of the day, I mean, feel, feel free to follow your own drum, right? They, they may give you advice based on their perspective that may not exactly fit you. But, but as Mark Twain says, history never repeats itself, but it sure does rhyme. Uh, so what I like to say is like I can learn things from other people. It may not be the same application, but they're tools that are helpful in the process. And how do we learn more about you? Well, you go to ericweir.com and uh, you, you can pre-order our, our book called Who's Eating Your Pie? Great. Thank you again for sharing your story on the Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you again, Eric, for sharing your story. To learn more about Eric, visit him at www dot e-r-i-k-w-e-i-r dot com and to the audience out there what was your takeaway you know i look at life and i well i guess i've come to the conclusion that you need to decide what you want decide what you're willing to exchange for it because everything comes with a cost and establish your priorities you need to do this in order to follow your purpose i read a quote that goes like this The man, not the suit. The woman, not the dress. The relationship, not the ring. The time, not the watch. The light, not the lamp. The people, not the place. The mind, not the muscle. The liquid, not the bottle. The drink, not the glass. Substance is everything. Life's tough. Remember, you can be tougher. See you next time, everyone.